Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I'm your host for this podcast, Santi Montellas. As always, thank you foremost to everyone that stuck around and continued to listen. Keep coming back for more. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to all you new listeners, I hope you find this podcast interesting and, and somewhat exciting and very opinionated. You know, and if you know of anybody that might like this type of a thing, you know, go ahead and send them our way. And at least I hope you find this entertaining. <clears throat> Though I do plan it, like, I want to piss people off. So, um, and again, over the sea, you know, international listeners, thank you so much. Those numbers are to continue to climb. Um, I will say, uh, All Things Medical Assistant has reached another uh, milestone. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, apparently, uh, anchors let me know that I've hit another level as far as listenerships. And so they're providing, uh, I guess, a more of an intensive platform. So I want to thank everybody who's who's, 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 who's made that happen. You know, all of you have made that happen. All of you have, have made All Things Medical System what it is, you know. I mean, anybody can get on here and talk and talk and talk and talk and, and not get anybody, not get any listens, you know. Um, each podcast, I believe, has an introductory, um, you know, a little bit of a... a of a blog or what it is, what it's about, you know, and I think when people listen to it, it kind of captures their attention or maybe people go by, by title and they see something that, you know, that, that, that piques their interest and they listen. Um, and it, and, and, and it's, and it's working out, <clears throat> it just makes me feel again, that I really do have, uh, something effective to say and that I'm connecting with people on a certain level. Again, so this is Friday, August 5th, about 10.30 in the morning here in Tacoma, Washington. You'll hear the chimes behind me. You might hear the wind blowing. And this is all... Oh, and you might hear a car or two go by, maybe the horn going off. Because, you know, I'm again, I'm at home. I'm producing this at my uh, dining room table, um, as, as I do with everything. Um, and... I, I think I, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to I'm trying to add sound effects with the windows open and, and just the sound of life going on outside. And this is it's, it, this is a segue into what it is I want to talk about is burnout. Oh, holy shit! Burnout, horrible burnout. You know, as it is, um, as if you know, being in the medical field isn't hard enough, especially through the pandemic, especially through things like private practice. You know. So many things have just gone just off the wall or sideways or backwards, you know. And one thing that has really become an issue with with uh, with medicine these days is just the patient base overall. You know, now don't get me wrong. I'm going into 30 years of emergency medicine, you know, including surgical technology and surgical tech, I mean, and as an EMT, you know. But for some reason, um, you know, the patient base has become so demanding. You know, this auto gratification, me, 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 now, 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 I want it now, why don't I have it now, I need it now, you know, I need my labs done now, I'm here now, do take care of me first now, you know, in the urgent care, what urgent care, you, you, you show me an urgent care where you can walk in, get in and get out within 15, 20, 30 minutes, other, other than being maybe the first patients of the morning or the first hour or a slow day, that's unheard of, you know. If you're one of the last patients in the day, good luck. You better hope that there's not that many in line in front of you. But if you come around midday, you know, you're you're screwed. 
you know, if you schedule online too late, if you walk in too late, you're screwed. You're going to be waiting at least an hour to two hours, you know, and then you get, you come back and you're like, well, I've been waiting, no, 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 no. Hey, bro, you know what? You decided to come in. You decided to seek care. There are many places to seek care. We're not the only people in town. We're not the only clinic in town. We're not the only urgent care in town um, for you to come to. Well, I come here because of the care that I receive. It's always like, okay, well, then, you know, well, then you're here. We're going to give you the care that you deserve. You know, by the time you walk out, you know, you should be a happy customer. Just because you don't get it now or because you had to wait because you're not the only person in the city, you know, I mean, go figure. You know, so I think people, um, and I know it's hard for me. Like when I've taken my daughter to urgent care, when I've been a patient, you know, I've gotten impatient and, and, and tend to feel like, well, you know, I should, I should receive, you know, extra, extra special care. I have to remember, no, you know, I'm just like any other patient. And I have to, you know, swallow that pride, you know, really just keep that innate, you know, internal conversation to myself. And I have to remember that, you know, just like, you know, when I go to work and we see 57 patients in a day, it's a lot, it's a lot, you know, and you know, I'm the type of worker, and, and I will say this, and if I upset any of you all, you know, give a fuck, but, you know, I'm of Hispanic origin, you know, and and it's funny because there's been, you know, historically there's been the, the joke about the, about the Mexican or the Hispanic being lazy in the sarape and sombrero underneath a shaded tree just sleeping, you know, in Mexico, shit, I think they got it right, you know, they hold siesta still in many of the cities for two hours. Imagine taking a two-hour nap in the middle of the day, how much more productive you would be, how much happier your employees might be, you know, especially those that work extended um, extended hours. I don't know, maybe that's something that the U.S. might want to might think about. But, um, you know, you, you work these, these long, long hours, you, you burn out, you don't know where you're going, you know, you're in school, your family, and... And, and it's hard, you know, it's hard. You know, I think I just jumped all over the place. I forgot where I was going, but I'll, I'll get back to it. You know, but it's hard, you know, you, 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 again, you're a family man or woman, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, father, son, you know, um, you have other stuff going on in life. You might have a health issue. You might, you know, and then you go to work and you work these extended hours and your company just wants to push, 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 push you, you and you burn out, you know, and they're so good at telling you, well, you know, we're behind you on, 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 on mental, on, on mental health and we want to be, and then when you go out and seek it or when you take an extra day off, they give you, they, they give you hell about it. You take two days off, you take three days off <clears throat> to address it. Well, I need a doctor's note. It's none of your business what I do. When I seek mental health, it's none of your business. I don't have to provide you with a doctor's note. And if you want to pursue it, let's go. You know, I think what's happened is, unfortunately, in the workplace today, um, uh, you know, the, the employers have this attitude that, well, you need us. You know, we're your employer. We sign your paychecks. But if enough of us walk out as a group and we stick together and walk out or we show strength, like, no, bro, and we walk out on you, you're screwed. You know, I remember um, I posted a video to um, uh, my, my YouTube, uh, that med guy. Um, where uh, earlier last year, you know, we had to fight for, or was it earlier this year, um, we had to fight for a new contract, you know. Uh, we were getting, we were grossly underpaid. Um, we were lacking um, 
you know, gear and safety measures and all just horribly, you know, and then and the University of Washington was like, no, 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 you do what we say, you know, they tried to barter, and you know, I don't know, these guys that they have on their, on their committee, I don't know where they come from, or if they went to school out in the middle of a fucking wheat field or what, but, you know, they, 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 they these people think just because they're up there, <clears throat> and they make this salary that they can talk to everybody else like they're dumb, like they're stupid, like they're, they're less, you know, oh, you only have an MA certificate, oh, you only have, you only have that, no, bro. You have a job. You have a salary because people like us that come to work make that money. So you know what? You can kiss my ass and chill out. Sit down and shut the fuck up. You know. And let's be real about it. You know, these people that that have that have that have uh, made it through the ranks that have come up to the ranks that are now up there. You know, you don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good guys. There's a lot of good people. There's a lot of good mentors. There's a lot of good, there are people that care. There's CEOs that care. There are presidents and vice presidents. There are, there are many of those that care, but for the majority of it, it's all about profit. It's all about, about, about their feasibility. It's about, it's about their paycheck, their pockets, you know, when they can leave, when they can go, when they can get out of town and go on vacation, you know? Yeah, they've worked for it. But it doesn't mean you have to turn into an asshole once you get up there. You know, and that's what it is. You know, corporate America has become such a... And it's unfortunate that, that, that the healthcare system has become, has become such corp, so corporate. And it's funny because, you know, when I get these internal emails at work, they talk about patients as clients. They talk about patients as clients. There was a day when a patient was regarded a patient, not a client. I guess, I don't know... I guess they're clarifying on their own part that, yes, we understand that we are just a business model better than healthcare. So we're going to call it what it is. It's a client. We'll call it a patient when they're here and we need to make sure that they feel extra special. They're a patient or, you know, to save face purposes, you know. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but this is how they make you feel. And those of you that are in the same position, either agree with me or you don't. I really don't care. And if you agree, cool, you know, get a hold of me here on Anchor, you know, send me a voice message and, and let's talk about it. And I want to hear about <clears throat> how it is that you're, how your, um, um, how your administration and, and management and all that, you know, treat you, you know. So you, you go through all these changes, they want to push all these, and the thing that they don't remember is, is that you're a human being, you're of mental state, you're, you're of emotional state, you know, you're, you're, mindset you know they don't understand that when you leave there after 8 to 10 or 12 or 24 48 or even on an ambulance serve 72 hours that you have a family you have a life to go back to just because you've <clears throat> gotten in the medical field you've dedicated your professional life to healthcare doesn't mean that they get to assume that they that that you sacrifice your your personal individuality just because they say so no that, that's not how that works that is not how that works this healthcare system functions Okay, functions and the availability of people that have the the stamina and the and the and, and, and the internal identity to take care of people. Now, there's obviously okay. Now, obviously, there's people out there that are in this that are in this business, you know, in the medical field for the for the financial security, and you know, and they're pieces of shit, and they know it, and they know that they're there just for the wrong. That's why they're miserable. You know, when you work with a provider or an MA or a nurse that's miserable, think about it. Why? Why? Why are they miserable? Because their life is probably miserable. Because the way that they live life is probably miserable, you know. Or, you know, they're just a narcissistic asshole. And that's why they're miserable. Because that's all they know. <clears throat> those are the ones you stay away from. Or those are the ones you have to stand up to and say, hey, you know what? You need to back off. You don't talk to me that way. So, 
You've got all this going on, right? And what's going on? You're burning out. You're burning out. You're telling yourself, oh, well, you know, yeah, they're they're kicking my ass and abusing me, but I need to come to work. But I need to come to work. But I need to come to work. Okay, so let's 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 talk about the reality of that. Do you need to go to work? Well, yeah. You need to pay bills. You need to put food on the table. You need to do that. You need to do that. You know, there's a lot of young kids in the in the healthcare system today that you know that it wouldn't hurt if they didn't show up or not. That are still under mommy and daddy's wing. That are still taking mommy and daddy's money. You know, that's your thing. Fine. If you're going to school while you're taking their money, cool. You know, advance that degree and then use it. You know, work work hard. Work hard. We're in a very different you know time now with people with the kids these days, Gen X or whatever Z. Um, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, whatever, you know, their auto you know, their auto gratification senses, who knows what, it's just horrible. Now, 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 you know, I was talking to a kid the other day and, uh, and I say kid because I'm 47 to be 48, you know, he's 18. And, uh, I talked about how, um, you know, I used to, uh, talk to girls on the phone where you pushed buttons. And he was like, you had those, he, he, he made the comment, you had those kinds of phones on the wall where you push the buttons? And he says, yeah. So they're not just on desks? No. You have those at home? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never seen one of those. Well, I don't know. I guess there's no more old people alive that, that still use that. I don't know. But he said that he's never seen in a home. His home has never had a touch tone, dial tone, rotary, whatever, hanging on a wall or on a... On, on a table anywhere, you know, and I found that just amazing. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck have we become? Anyways, I'm gonna have some of my coffee. Hold on, but yeah, you know, so you you couple these, these this, this younger society that wants everything now, coupled with you know, these patients that want everything now, and then in between, you have that. That spectrum of people that are really trying their best, going to school, single mothers, single fathers, you know, uh, who else is suffering out there? You know, people that are working jobs that don't pay what they should, that are really trying out there, you know, and again, there are those that take advantage, that don't care, that lie, cheat, steal, drug, rape, murder, molest, you know. So you're in this world and you're trying your best, you know, you're trying to be the best single father, single mother, you know, trying to be the best husband, boyfriend, son, father, daughter, wife, and, and, and your world revolves around everybody else. But what about you? Where's, where's your, where's your, where's your, where's your, where's your time for you? Where do you go? What do you do? You know, do you, do you have a day for yourself? Do you have, um, do you get to go out on your own? See, like today, like, you know, our daughter's at, uh, camp. Right, I drop off at nine o'clock on Fridays, and I pick her up at about three o'clock on Fridays, or four o'clock rather. You know, and during the school year, you know, drop her off at nine or ten, and then um, I come back. Uh, sorry, that's the ice maker behind me, um, and pick her up at at uh, four o'clock. You know, so Fridays I have about a six-hour window where you know I get to you know be for me. I get to do this podcast. I get to do my tower readings. I get to do anything else that I do. You know, but I'm still hooked up to some responsibility. I do, I do uh, laundry. I'm cleaning the house, and you know, and that's because I want my family. You know, I want everybody when they get home, you know, that are tired to be able to rest. You know, just like you know, 
know, they, they try to come for me when I get home. So do I really have time for myself? Nah, maybe two to three hours a week because on the weekends, you know, I got family, my son's here, you know, barbecuing, cooking dinner, you know, hosting. Do I go out on my own? Well, not really. You know, does everybody else in the house get to go out on their own? Well, yeah, you know, everybody else gets to do what they want to do. But me, that's my choice, you know. I decide to stay home with, 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 with my little girl because I think, to me, that's my time most well spent, you know. And, and when I find time, I'll go out and do something eventually. But, you know, it's still that sense of burnout, you know, because look at it now. I'm here on my day off talking to you about burnout, talking about work, you know. <clears throat> I'm not out somewhere vegging like I should. I'm not out somewhere just, you know not doing anything like I should, you know, I should be in bed just still sleeping, but I'd rather be up having my coffee and talking to you guys, so burnout, holy hell, I mean, where do we go from here, what do we do, you know, there's been a few people I spoke to this weekend, they're in the same boat, and I'm like, hey man, we have got to, you know, we as those that are responsible need to be be able to have a way to say, hey, stop, you know, you know, just, you know, put the brakes on, I need time for me, I need to do something for me. And I have to admit, you know, there's a lot of times like, well, most of the time I don't do it because I'm worried about confrontation with, with family or a partner or because I just don't want to deal with it, you know, so I just, fuck, I keep going. So, you know, with everything going on, you know, I've, I've had to figure that my biggest stress in life, I mean, it's not even school. Let me tell you, the school, you guys have been there with me since I've been going to school. I'm about maybe two quarters away from graduating, hopefully, um, maybe three with a psychology degree. I've started my new uh, physician's assistant, my new PA application, so we'll see where that goes. So, you know, thanks for being along with me, you know, as well with that. I just I just finished another class in public health. Um, I'm taking one of my last psychology courses, core courses coming up. So, yeah, you know, that's a good stress. I'm about to graduate with my bachelor's in psychology, you know, and oh, my God. I'm 47. I've been working on this since 2010. Working full-time, going to school part-time. It's been hard. But that's a good stress, you know. School's good. But anyways, so, you know, what about time? What what do, what do we need to do? What, we need to be able to say, stop. I need time for me. I need to go, you know. And the biggest part of this burnout with work is, you know, with so we understand that the healthcare system is so short-staffed, right? You know, if it wasn't because of a lack to begin with, like in MAs and nurses and everything, then you have the vaccine mandate, you know, which I think is more than appropriate. You know, the, the, the institution is not making you get van, va, uh, vaccinated. They made it a requirement. It's up to you whether to do it or not. Now, if, if they were making you get vaccinated, they would tell you, either do it or get fired well no they said you can do it or two you can choose to you know figure out another way but it's it's appropriate it's very appropriate because we uh, as healthcare workers have taken an uh, you know an oath or whatever you want to say to take care of people and not cause harm and this is one of the ways to not cause harm is to be vaccinated so all you guys that have a different spin on it you really need to sit down and, and look at it for what it is okay I mean, have your beliefs, have your, I totally support it, but don't use this, well, you're making me do it thing, because it's bullshit, no one's, no one's making you do nothing, go, go to Russia, that, that's where they make you do shit, okay, so, you know, there's burnout, so what do we do, you know, you need to say no, you need to say no, you need to be able to tell them no, for, for example, urgent care I work in, right, I do four tens, there's been nights, it's been, it's been a 12 hour day, 
it's ridiculous. You know, I'm going to 11-hour days now because we're so busy. They're making so many changes that it's ridiculous. And these are changes that better them as an entity, that better their pockets. You know, we're supposed to do 10-hour shifts. Well, they took away certain ways for us to be able to call early closures when we have too many people, so now we're staying late. You know, and, you know, and they recently said, okay, well, you know, we can close to walk-ins and online scheduling an hour before. But now you do have to take people that walk in and do what's called an MSC, at least have them evaluated to see if, you know, they can wait till tomorrow or they need to go to the ER. Now, they find a way to sneak these people into the back door, you know, and they'll try and say, well, it's because if we don't, we'll get sued. No bullshit. Every other place says, no, we're booked. You know, you need to go somewhere else. Uh, that That's not going to get you sued, you know, but that's, that's, that's how they want to spin it. But... So like today, you know, the manager sends out an email saying that there's two urgent care providers and there's no MAs and they need somebody to work. You know, unfortunately, my coworker has a health issue and she hasn't been able to work all week. You know, so <clears throat> I worked all week. I've had help from family practice. And obviously the mind of the, the world of family practice triage and urgent care triage are two very different things. And that's what's very frustrating for these urgent care providers because, you know, in urgent care, when you triage, you're taking the chief complaint, <clears throat> you're connecting the dots. You know, I can't breathe, especially when I lie down. I'm swelling. My ankles are big. You know, I'm having palpitations. Oh, shit. CHF. Hey, doc. You know, family practice would just be, you know, they just type in, you know, what you're saying. Those those details don't link, you know. The family practice does not understand, you know, the decompensation. It doesn't mean that 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 they're stupid. It just means that that's not their business. It just means that that's not their uh, that that's not their way of a thought process. You know, they're there for immunizations, vaccinations, well child, you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> Urgent care, emergency medicine. Talk to me as I listen to you. I'm putting a story together and I'm trying to understand what's going on. You know, and I'm going to make a decision while you're talking to me to either act on my own part or to let a provider come in and act now rather than, you know, come on in, immunizations, whatever, da, da, tell me your story. Okay, you're next one. You know, so it's two very different uh, trains of thought. So therefore, you know, these providers get frustrated, you know. But, I mean, I'll take the help any way that I can. And there's been times where I've worked the urgent care by myself every day for a week, a whole week, four days, sometimes five days. And I've sent my dumb ass to other, other parts of the city. You know, to Seattle, to other parts of Seattle. No more. No more. Because of, you know, well, okay, let me tell you why no more. Because one, you go and help. Does this happen to you guys whenever you float to other clinics, somebody ends up talking shit? You're there to help them because they need help. And then you go there, they talk shit because they don't know you. Because they just talk shit. Yeah. Well, that happened at a couple of places where I went and I did my work. And I guess it made them feel inferior or hurt their feelings that I could actually do work. And it showed them up because they're fucking lazy. That, you know, they talk shit. So, you know what? I'm not going there again. No. You talk shit, fine. Look for help somewhere else. Oh, you can't get help now because everybody else talks shit? Well, then that's your problem. You shouldn't have talked shit to begin with. You know, on another location that I used to help out at, same thing. You know, they talk shit. Oh, you need help? Well, find somebody who, who who's a pushover because I'm not. So in my home clinic, don't get me wrong, I love the group that I work with. You know, I work with some good people, especially the providers. I work with some, I work with a great, great team, and that's one of the that's one of the that's that's one of the secondary reasons why I stay, is because of the great team. But I've had to learn to say no, because I'm burning out. You know, yesterday I got to work and so tired. I can barely. I mean, I'm, I'm, my eyes are open. I'm awake. You know, I have my coffee and I'm tired. You know, the first two hours and 
I didn't talk and that's not like me. You know, I was quiet because I'm burning out. I'm burning out. Work is burning me out. Patience, me, 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 you know, management, now, 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 you know, administration, you know, I'm, I'm better, more important, I'm better, more important, I'm better, more important, you know, or you do what I say, you do what I say, you do what I say, you do what I say. So you as an individual that's <clears throat> there to work, you know, especially if you're working hourly, because I don't know, you fools that work a salary, I don't know how you do it, but you know what, if you want it, keep it, you deserve it. And don't be surprised when they bleed you to death or why they're bleeding you to death, but because you dumbass agree to a position where you're salaried. Now, if you're in a salaried position where you have actual support, great, keep it, don't fuck it up, stay there. But if you're in a salaried position where they take advantage and not even the managers know what the fuck they're doing, yeah, good luck. You can, have, you can do one of two things. Either stay and deal with it and keep blaming yourself or two, change. Those are the only two things you can do. So either one, stay, deal with it and shut up or two, get up and get out. So yeah, so I've had to say no. I've had to say no. You know, I got up this morning and, and looked at the at the daily huddle and or rather, yeah, you know, I got on the, the work email, which that's habit. And it says that they need, you know, two MAs because there's two providers and no MAs are there to work. You know, my coworker's out because she's sick. And then, um, you know, the other coworker, she's out too. I don't know what's going on. And now they're suffering. Now, mind you, this is an administration again that's making decisions that are making all of us feel less important. And it's funny because, you know, do you have those workplace surveys where... They send out these mass emails into in, uh, into the department that say, "My play, my workplace makes me feel important. My workplace supports my 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 work environment. My workplace supports my educational goals." Right? Well, ours came out, all was negative. There was not one good thing at all. Not one good thing. All was negative. Yeah, everything was negative. So now my manager says she's going to set up an appointment to talk to everybody, or I don't know what. But why? Why do you think? Why is everything negative? Because it's what the administration has done. You see, these, these, these sensations of warmth and fuzziness and being happy and, 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 and stable and secure feeling employees is the responsibility of the administration, of the employer. You know, we've already, we've already committed and agreed to go into work to give our best, you know, and we go and we do that. But then you want to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, you have to work extra hours and that's too bad. That's the way it is. Or you have to do this and that's just the way it is. Or the expectation is. And then, you know, there's no more, you know, this field is devoid of human emotion now. <clears throat> you know, this, this field is devoid of, of, of reality. You know, it's all about money, 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 money. They sent out another email saying that um, that our, our clinics as a collective made over 12 million more than budget was was projected 12 million dollars over what was projected and that the urgent cares were 11 percent over what was projected so why are you acting like a bunch of starving jackals why are you acting like a bunch of starving jackasses why answer that answer that so you have to remember that you're a human being you're a person you have responsibilities you have a life you're not a drone you're not a robot <coughs> excuse me you didn't sign that contract saying i will give my all and be unhappy and push myself and this and that and kiss at some brownies and all that. No, that's not what your contract said. Your contract said, I will show up to work and give you this. You give me good benefits. If you give me time off, if you're competitive with pay. It's a two-way street, my friend. It's a two-way street. No, oh, honey. Do you know what that? No, honey. It's a two-way street. Come on, honey. 
but what the fuck? You know, these people don't understand that, you know, they, they, it's like they, they put out these guidelines and these rules. They want you to follow them. And they butter your muffin. They butter your muffin. And while they're buttering your muffin, they're spitting you around. They're turning you around so you're facing forward. You know, and they're, 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 they're giving you what you want to hear. You know, and as they got you facing forward, they're starting to bend you over, bend you over. And then, you know, when you get to the point where you're, where you're spazzed out or burnt out, whatever, they just bend you over and they just fuck you. And they just... They just fucking keep pumping it in your ass. Yeah, yeah, that's how pissed I am. Yeah, you know, and they know it. And just because they're in these positions where they feel that they're secure, you know, they get away with it. They get away with it because usually the person above them is another narcissistic asshole. So that's why everybody, we, you have to stick together as a group and make a change. One way is by standing up and saying, you're not going to abuse me anymore. I'm not going to go and martyr myself for you. I'm not going to go and just work all these hours and come here and go there and all that. No, you treat me like shit and this is what happens. You should have treated me better and maybe I'd be there to help you. Huh? Huh? Try that tactic. How about that? You know, so burnout. Again, you know, let's remember who we are what our value is, what we're worth, what we provide, the care that we provide. You know, patients give you compliments. Remind your staff of that. Remind your administration of that. Remind them that, you know what? No, motherfucker, you need me. You need me. If you're having such a hard time finding a medical assistant, and not just that, but keeping your employees, because where I work, people are quitting left and right. If you want to try and find somebody of value and to keep them, then you need to look what's revolving around the issue. That's usually the administration. So burnout, guys, obviously it's a very real true thing. And the unfortunate thing is that this burnout contributes such is such a huge contributing factor to mental health. And that's what I want to talk about the next time is, is the mental health portion. And what it is that we need to, what you should do. And is I'll talk about what works for me. But, you know, for this segment, when it comes to burnout, you know, hey, it's okay to say, no, stop, stop. I need time for me. I'm not going to come in extra hours. I'm not going to come in. You know, some of us have, you know, obligations, kids, financial. And I understand that. And, and those are the ones that are wholehearted and are the good people that are bringing themselves out for a bigger reason. And, and I commend and respect you guys. But if you can find the way to, you know, cut it short, spend some time for you at least once in a while. Cool. Go for it. Because that's what you need to do. You need to feel, you need to feel, we all deserve to feel human. So guys, remember, burnout, very real thing. Say no, stop, slow down. I deserve respect as an employee. I deserve to just say I'm going to work my 40 hours and that's it. I'm not required to do more. I don't have to jump when you say, I don't have to say how high when you say jump, excuse me. I don't have to do that. You know, a a lot of these people are pushy. And you'd be surprised when you stand up to these people just just how much more you might be effective than you think you would be. All right, guys, all things medical assistant, please, you know, in this day and age with the narcissists, all the patients I want it now, 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 with the co-workers that are lazy as fuck, take care of yourself, you know, and if you're one of those co-workers that are lazy as fuck, if you're one of those narcissists, if you're one of those patients that's me, 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 you all need to sit down and rethink the thing, because you know what, when you walk out the door, we're all talking shit behind your back, all right, just when you walk around, you think you're tough and fuck and you're the best, we're all talking shit behind your back, there's probably more than five people talking shit about you behind your back. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, guys. Santino for All Things Medical Assistant. This is a very vulgar uh, podcast. Well, I'm upset. I'm tired, you know? So uh, we're keeping it real. Again, thank you for listening, guys. 
Um, unfortunately, I've done away with all things medical assistant website. Just wasn't getting enough movement there. So send me a voice message here if you'd like. Uh, let's get you on the show. Let's talk about your. Let's talk about your. Um, your uh, your job and and how they're pushing you. You know, let's make it known. Let's get together as a collective, as a voice, and let's let people know. Let's let people know. You know, let's people know that hey, people have feelings, have emotions. Okay. All right, guys. Again, Santino for all things medical system. Please take care. Please rest. Please take time for yourself because you are worth it. All right. Have a good day, guys. And I'm proud of you.